Start close and travel far from your local airport, San Bernardino International Airport. Affordable flights on board Breeze Airways' perennial A220 aircraft with three seating choices will have you flying comfortably away to the San Francisco Bay or go, go, go into Provo, Utah in no time with no traffic, short security lines, and on-site parking for just $5 per day. Now's the time to fly SBD. Book your next trip out of San Bernardino International Airport and experience the Inland Empire's newest way to travel. Learn more at flysbd.com. That's flysbd.com. Start close and travel far from your local airport, San Bernardino International Airport. Affordable flights on board Breeze Airways' perennial A220 aircraft with three seating choices will have you flying comfortably away to the San Francisco Bay or go, go, go into Provo, Utah in no time with no traffic, short security lines, and on-site parking for just $5 per day. Now's the time to fly SBD. Book your next trip out of San Bernardino International Airport and experience the Inland Empire's newest way to travel. Learn more at flysbd.com. That's flysbd.com. Ah, it's K-Rock's Klein Alley Show. You uh, have a fish at home or a fish tank, and you got kids. Do you do that move where when the fish goes bye-bye, you just kind of do the old swap out and no one's the wiser? Oh, I've done that before when I was house-sitting. I killed this girl, little girl's fish like two days in, and I got ones that looked like it. How did you kill the fish? They were carnival fish. No, no, but how did you kill it? You killed the I fish. I didn't kill them. You, they were going to die anyway. Your, your quote, Allie, a moment is five seconds ago, I killed the fish. Damn murderer. No, I didn't murder them. I just attempted to feed them, and then the next day, boop. No, you probably overfed them, and you killed them. Yeah, poison. No, no, no. Those things are <laughs> yeah, built. Yeah, yeah. No. no, no, no. Those fish are I, built to die. No. They're not built if you to take die. Care of them, if you take care of them right, they could last a long time. You hear these people. Every time someone tells a story like yours, Allie, someone goes, that's weird. I've had a fish for like 14 years. Things no, fine. No, 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 no. She probably threw rings at a b- b- fish bowl. And that's already it's animal cruelty. She, it's not about how she got the fish. And she then, had the right. fish, and then you, how you, you it. take care of it. Your job was to come and feed the thing, a couple of flakes, and you probably wow. overfed it. I got like, there. What would I this is how much I would eat. <laughs> <laughs> one for you, one for me. <laughs> <laughs> They're locale. So you killed anyway, the fish. Anyway, whatever. So it's funny you say that because I have a fish that I've had now for, I guess, Three, I didn't realize how long we've had this fish. I, I, think, I had no idea you had a fish. It's because I don't talk about it because I don't really even think about it. And then every What's once, the fish's name? I don't think it has a name. Come on. What? The we, fish has, it has a name. Have a name. It, it, I think when we got the thing, my daughter was like one, and so she called it Reddy because it was kind of the color red. It was the it was a color red, so she called so it Reddy. So his name Reddy. is Reddy? I, I th- I've heard it referred to that before one or two times, but I don't. I just go, oh, the fish is still here. But every time I see the thing, I'm kind of shocked to see it, and then I'm even more shocked that it's still alive. Does it, do you feel like it's fed regularly, or no. it's just one of those fish that's just a survivor? When I see it, I remember, oh, I should probably throw a little food in there, right. and then I throw in, uh, you know, some food, and then uh, a month or two goes by, and I see it again, and I go, oh, there it is, still yeah. swimming, and I throw a little more food. Now, the tank it's in is disgusting because that's the one thing. Yeah, that sucks. They don't do that. Whenever you – I think most people that buy fish tanks, it's like an impulse. It feels like it's an impulse buy. I don't know. My dad got real into, like, aquarium crap for a while. Oh, yeah. And he had, like, an eel, a rare eel in there, and then that went missing. Yeah, he was, like, very into it. Oh, my, do you have fish? I do not have fish, Do Do your kids never pressure you to get a fish tank? Uh, no, they've, no, they're lucky they have the dog. Al, you have no, you have no fish? <laughs> no. It never had a fish. I don't want the responsibility. Did you have a fish? It's too much. It's not a big responsibility. <laughs> I clearly forget that I even have this Cats thing. are even more low maintenance than fish. So, uh, the long and short of this is 
this thing has got zero impact on our lives. We rarely see. I mean, it it sits there in a little tank that's by you know by next to the kitchen and sink. And it's by itself. It's just the one fish. Just one fish by itself. What kind of fish? Uh, it, a beta. Oh, okay. Yeah, those are easy. Okay. And I think they eat like once a week. Well, let's hope it eats once a month because that's when it's getting fed right now. <laughs> uh, and my wife finally said to me the other day, she goes, "This tank is disgusting." And I've clean, I've tried to clean this thing. She goes, "Let's just." She did that. <gasps> she did that move with her with her um, hand where she like went. The... She went across her throat. Like, let's just wow. end it, you know. And I go, "What are you talking about? We're not going to murder a fish. We're not going to murder a perfectly good fish." Not Allie. It, what? But maybe Allie could come by and house sit for the weekend. If you yeah. know what I'm saying, little Allie's gonna do some house sitting. I am the cleaner. <laughs> you wanna hire me? Don't worry. I'll show up. Don't worry, the girls. The fish won't show Allie's up. Allie's gonna wash the fish. <laughs> so she says, um, "No one's gonna know if it's even." Let's just get rid of it because she's. Her no old... one's gonna know. That's I, such a criminal thing to say. Right. And I was like, well, "Are you seriously suggesting?" No one even that knows we, we have the fish. That we end this thing. She's like, "Well, would all of a sudden?" She's like, "You don't care. You'll eat." You'll eat sushi, you know, two days a week or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, it's not about the, I'm not, I'm not pro, I'm, I'm anti-murder in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would have no issue if the, if I ordered sushi, I wouldn't think to myself, oh, that fish probably was living a great life. Yeah, before we're I ended not up eating on this. beta fish. Right, we're right. We're the good stuff like salmon. That, right. So she goes, um. So wait, her rationale is just because the tank is dirty and she doesn't feel like cleaning it, we should kill the fish. I've cleaned the tank a few times. But it's but, a pain in the ass, and you can never get it as it, clean as it, you want. And she says, even when I clean it, it looks disgusting, yeah, and it's got yeah. a smell coming from it. And she just says, "I don't." She's like, "I don't even think the kids look at the." I mean, this was one of those things where they really want. It was like, "We need a fish. Let's get a fish. We need a fish." And then I fell for the peer pressure to get the fish, but now the thing's just sitting there, and it's not really making much of an impact on my life, other than the fact that now she wants me to be an accomplice to the crime of, well, and how, of and fish oh, yeah, dude. murder. No, and I don't want. Yeah. I don't want that on me. I don't yeah, want that but on my now conscience. if you let her do it, you're complicit. And I said to her because she said, "I'm like, how do you suggest this happens? Because the thing's not going naturally. Well, like you the take thing... it in the backyard and shoot it, old yeller style. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a good. That's a good plan. That's a good. Yeah, uh, tell your daughters. I don't know how yeah. the fish got out here. Yeah. <laughs> a big old bullet hole in it. You can't even recognize that like it's a fish. Ten bullet holes in the lawn. Uh, I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna I, 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 I should probably shouldn't do this, but she's not gonna be happy because she's also she's probably with. But the, your girls aren't attached to the fish, right? They, I think they'd be upset. We I just, think they'd be upset oh. if they found out that it was just randomly dead. And we just lost a yeah, you know, we lost a dog not too long right. ago, so we're still kind of getting over that whole thing. Okay. Um, she did say yeah, we could put the good. remains of the dog next your to her. Your wife's kind of evil, dude. Yeah. yeah, that's kind of what I'm picking up, and like, I also literally think it, you're just a burden, so I'm going to kill you. Which I think if she could do it so easily to the fish, then why couldn't she do it to me? Exactly. While, while I'm sleeping, Dude. you know. What's your tank like? <sighs> not, not great. She's not even getting answer she's your call. Do- dodging the calls now because she, this she is how people get caught. You call on the phone and you talk about it. She's not even taking the call now. I'll try one she's, more time. This is the thing, though. She's practicing on the fish so she can work her way up to human. Yeah. That's what it is? Mm-hmm. She's going to test mm-hmm. the theory out? Yeah. If, if it works. If I can fi- kill Reddy, I can kill Kleine. <laughs> <laughs> then I go down? <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's not going to, because she probably, the girls are there. You so know, uh, another one of my fish one. died because I had a party, and one of the guys that came to the party poured vodka into the fish tank. That's how fish go. That's yeah. like the best way to go out as a fish. Right. I feel like that's so what they could, want. I mean, that's a way. Oh, I'm so bummed out. She's not answering, because she knows. Hello? Hey, hi. We're calling about the fish murder you want to do? Yeah, 
daughter's right here. Oh, whoopsies. Calling about, call about popsicles. Along with everybody at school. Uh, are you in the middle of a school thing right now? Yeah. Are you giving a talk about the wildlife environment and how we should preserve it? Definitely not. Hey, <laughs> can I, uh, you want to cough once if you want the you want that fish out of our lives forever. What? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Are you talking to the fish? <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, can the fish hear you? I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, are you suggesting that the fish uh, we send it off to fish uh, heaven? No, have it. Inappropriate time. Oh, about this. okay. When would be a better time to talk about fish murder? Probably not during school drop-off. Okay, okay all right. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> oh, there we go. Oh, no. That's not no. school drop-off. Fine, donate it. Why don't you ha- bring it here and have it be the show fish? So that was her, so that's, this is why I bring this up now. Her final suggestion was, would you bring it to the radio station and just let it live out its final days there? I said, final days? No, this thing, that'll like reinvigorate it. Yeah, live mm-hmm. here. I mean, it's only this matter- will be Johnny's best friend. Yeah, but Muggs will probably eat the thing within a week, right? We could all <laughs> you and sushi. Grow up on value. You'll be great with <laughs> Del Scorcho. <laughs> <laughs> it's K-Rock. It's Klein Alley Show. we got uh, lots coming up today. Uh, for some reason, Alley's decided it's a good idea to make uh, Vanessa and I battle each other in some basic spelling because there's a big spelling bee that's uh, starting, the official one. Mm-hmm. I will find, by the way, I did find that kid I'm talking about. He was, uh, he was not smelling his pits. He was smelling his own breath. He was breathing into his hands and sniffing That's it. That's not what they do. They speak it to their hands. It looked like he was doing that breath check thing. Oh, hi, Vanessa. Vanessa, are you nervous? Yeah, almost every kid does it. Uh, a little. What? Why? Because I just want I mean, I know I'm better at spelling than Klein. No, you're not. <laughs> Yep, you not? Totally. I actually, yep. like, you I don't showed want me people a wor- to think I'm bad at spelling. You showed me a word the other day. <laughs> you and... just rolled your eyes at yourself. Yeah, you're bad at spelling, <laughs> but, you know, but you have an excuse. You didn't even learn English until you were like 10 or 12 years and old. And you would think that by now I would be good at spelling, which I'm 80%. But, but the it. fact that this is even potentially going to be a battle between <laughs> you and I, I, I technically grew up only learning English. Yeah, what's you did... your excuse? I don't have one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I don't have an excuse. Vanessa gets a point. This is a practice. This doesn't count because I'm not starting this thing now. We don't have time. But just, All right, just, uh, just, just want to uh, know. A practice one, okay? The guest is confirmed. So someone wrote the sentence, the guest is confirmed. Yes. In an email. In either, an email. Either she wrote it or I wrote it. Mm-hmm. And there's a word that is misspelled in the... Um... Correct. I'll just tell you it's confirmed. I, the, I, the, I, the... All right. So do we have to both try to spell confirmed? Yes. That's an e- <laughs> Vanessa, you first. Yeah. C O R M I. What? No. Hold on. Hold on. Say, no, no. Say, say it again. Yeah, give Vanessa. her a pen so she can write it down. <laughs> yeah. No, for real. I don't know. I don't know. Say, how Vanessa, to... say it again. Confirm. C O R I'm not going to lose this guy. I'm not losing. C O N. The guess is confirmed. C O. It's confirmed. C O N F I R M E D confirmed. Good job. Thank you. Oh. You didn't need to smell your pits while you did it. I did smell my pits. That was unexpected. Do we even need to do any more of these guys? I think we should do one more, but we don't have time right now. Just let me th- hear the word so I can think, or the sentence at least. Let's see if people have other conspiracies. 
Let's see if people have other conspiracies. All right. I think I wrote that in the email, mm-hmm. so clearly I misspelled the word conspiracies. Oh, I think I got it. Well, let me hear you. <laughs> let, let, me, let me hear you. Okay. C-O-N-S-P-I-R-A-C-Y-S. No. Conspiracies. No. Wrong. Wrong. Definitely wrong. It's definitely false. It looks right. All right. Uh, <laughs> it looks right. All right. She got, makes a good point. She's got me there. Yeah. <laughs> I am not in favor of what we have in store for you now. I had nothing to do with it, but because I showed a little bit of raw emotion earlier this week on the show, Omar has decided with the help of Ali and every other evil genius back there that uh, it's time for a little thing called Let's Make Klein Cry. Klein likes to cry like a punk ass little bitch. Can we make Klein cry? Because he Are you crying? I like, that, I like the song. I pictured Omar as a little child standing there yeah. next to mine. So That's creepy. let me just explain. I'm not an emotional guy. I don't have a good relationship with my emotions. I do remember vividly crying as a child at the end of Edward Scissorhands, the movie. Oh, that is a tough one at the end there. And then I don't think I cried again until I lost... Uh... Did you get? Did you, did you cry during a breakup? or? I mean, I know you cried a lot when your dog died. Yeah, that was a lot. And but did you have other dogs that have died in the past that you cried every time? Or uh, no, I don't. Because when my do- when my childhood dog died, my dad was such an effing mess that I couldn't. I had to like hold you it. together. You had to be strong for him. Yeah, I had to like hold it together. Like I literally had to, I had to drive. He couldn't even drive. Oh, so you got your pussy jeans from him? <laughs> <laughs> I have not gotten the twenty three of me results yet. <laughs> Yeah, that's Allie's favorite genre on RedTube is Pussy Jeans. Another great band name, too. So the answer is uh, I haven't seen him cry very many times either growing up, except I remember I remember he cry- I remember him crying very much when we put the family dog down. And I think most people have a memory. Maybe some people that's the only time they've ever seen their dad cry. Are you going to cry? <laughs> Are you already? You're gonna I'm cry. Not, and touch I'm not crying. You. We haven't even I'll... played you what we want to play you to make yeah. you cry. We don't even need so, to do this. So what is? So what is this? Thing? You're gonna play. That's it. Next segment. Yeah. <laughs> we may cry. cry. Mission accomplished. Play the so intro I again. Didn't, so I, did, I didn't cry for for a good two two decade period. And I, yes, I went through breakups. By the way, it's okay to cry. I, totally. Well, it in is. the last four months, three months now. You cried every po- week, I think. No, not every week. <laughs> yeah. It's just so funny twice. because, you Two know, times. I've known you for maybe three years and I, you've never been emotional. And now to see you like this, just a wreck, dude, it's crazy. Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm not a wreck. You are a wreck. <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm not a wreck. I'm a wreck. You're a wreck of emotion. I'm, a, I'm always a wreck to a certain extent. <laughs> yeah, that's true. An emotional wreck. No, and, I, and it was the death. It was maybe putting Chloe down and then... Watching the four-year-old graduate and sing the song. The four-year-old. My four-year-old sing the song. Uh, one little voice where they did the sign you language. Can't even make out the song. Whatever the hell that was. Dude, dude, you weren't it was in just the... a mess. Mess of a performance. You weren't in the moment because usually I look around, I see every, all these other people crying, and I think to myself, "What's wrong with this room full of pussies?" That's what I think. Mm-hmm. And this time, and now I you was, are. I was pussy. one of them. Yeah, and I there's... guarantee you, you were the only one crying. <laughs> I promise you I was All not. the other fathers and mothers are like, oh my God. Did your wife tell you to stop crying? She said I was embarrassing her. 
All right. Well, we found a couple of stories that we just wanted to share with you that, you know, could potentially make Klein cry. Fine, whatever. Uh, here's the first one. Let's just all listen together. It's the final walk for a sweet boy named Mello. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's a dog. <laughs> you guys are such asses. <laughs> such a- His name is Mello. Uh, next week, fine. Next week, we're doing Make Omar Cry, and I'm putting all those soldier videos on. Oh, don't, don't, don't do that. Yeah. The, the, the dog oh. reuniting yeah. with the soldier. I'm going to do all the, all the soldiers time, popping man. out of refrigerator yeah. boxes in the driveway, and I'm going to get Omar because I know that fires him up, man. It does. For seven years, the rescue dog Pooch has been by Kevin Curry's side. Now he doesn't have much time left. Jesus oh, no. Christ. <laughs> How you doing? I'm not crying. Be strong! I'm not crying. What is the uh, diagnosis? So he has lymphoma, uh, B cell. Ultimately, either later this month or early next month would be his last time with us. So Kevin put this note in his neighbor's mailboxes on behalf of Mello. I'm going to be barbecuing later. (laughs) No, that's not the note. Okay, hold on. Let me hear. While I still can, I'll be marching around the neighborhood. Come out to pat me on the head or rub my belly. There's our sweet Mellow. And boy, did they come out to root Mellow on. The entire town of DuPont, (laughs) Pennsylvania showed up. He's so handsome on his last walk. Cancer Schmancer. Cancer Schmancer. I don't think that's how that goes. I was about to imagine. <laughs> and then he's like his last day on earth. Imagine if your doctor were to walk out and be like, here's the bad news. Cancer schmancer. <laughs> I, I, uh, I was about to, I, you could have gotten me there except for cancer schmancer. Yeah, you taken that out. You yeah. said yeah. that. Cry now, now I'm laughing again. This was all about celebrating Mellow with lots of rubs and hugs. Neighbor K.J. Warnick didn't think twice about being there for Mello's final lap around town. It was just amazing to see the community come together like that. He loved every minute of it. Mello's note ended with, thank you for making my life so good. The feeling is definitely okay. mutual. Blah, 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 blah. This guy doesn't know the dog. I, you could have gotten me yeah. there, but I'm over it. All are right. they playing bagpipes at the end of I that? I think yeah. they are. Yeah, a real... He's not just man's best friend. He's the whole town's best friend. Oh. Whatever. I mean, it's sad. You almost got there. I was about to get there in a, for a moment, but I'm a little, you know, now I've come It was to, that stupid cancer schmancer comment. Cancer God schmancer. damn you. God damn it. Cancer, you catch it, reporter. Cancer schmancer didn't make me cry. What Is that it? this one? All it's right. called the great unretirement. People working into their golden years just to make ends meet. And nothing illustrates it more than this. A 72-year-old great-grandmother working at Domino's. As Jim Murray reports, oh. this video of her stumbling as she makes a delivery no. is inflation is all the rage. The, the video is heartbreaking. Did she a great grandma? If you've ever said that in your own head, homegirl, what am I going to tip you for? Elderly woman approaches the front porch with her arms uh, loaded with food. Oh. All she needs all the to do is out of navigate so much so that we are now entering phase two or phase three of what is being called tip back. People are so angry and, she struggled and so agitated by how many places <laughs> and times they're asked in every the single day to take their dip. To find people the are going, on the ground. I now. It said my pizza! I used to go to every it's single person. This is where I'm still at, by the way. Every time okay? I see the screen, I feel like I have to Aww. give something, 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 something. Cancer schmancer. The complete opposite way now where they're going, I'm just... <laughs> 
<laughs> no, <laughs> skip across no the board. Shame. Right. No shame. No shame. It's gotten so crazy that Jeez. you start doing right. the math. Oh, you almost you go, got me. I had five I transactions today. We'll continue or whatever trying. Great. Yeah. If every single time I was like, "Yep, extra twenty percent here, extra 50 you go at the end of the week. That's crazy because things are getting more expensive too. Well, and it's like like downstairs. There's a little uh, eatery, I guess, but it's like a ghost kitchen, right? So I don't think any of the stuff is being cooked right there. Yes, I... that's what a ghost kitchen is. It's all cooked right there. Oh, it is? Then what, where, why is it called a ghost kitchen? Because they are provide. <laughs> I thought they cook it somewhere else and bring it over. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, they, they are the they are the kitchen. They are the ghost kitchen. And they well, they're pro- not a ghost. They're right there. Yes, because we see them. But <laughs> most of the people that are ordering, they don't realize if they're ordering from a hamburger place or a ramen place. Or yeah, a, because they're all different places. Right, but they're all in the same kitchen. That's the concept of the ghost kitchen. Like, so oh, there's just a million different chefs back there? There's probably three chefs or something, two chefs that, that are, are making... cooking food from ten different places. That's right. That's a ghost. That's the concept of the ghost kitchen. So someone who's ordering, but, but, the whole right. idea is someone in an office building four blocks from here that orders a cheeseburger doesn't realize it's being made right next to a place that's doing sushi. They're all being done in the same Got it. kitchen. That's, okay. So like they they would think like oh you could order from nine different places but they're all coming from the same kitchen. I see. So you, I just don't think that's a very good Let me get this straight. Then. You were under the impression that the kitchen downstairs <laughs> with all of the stoves and ovens and all the smells I don't see was the not ovens. was not actually making food they were bringing in food. I thought that there were places nearby that was like kind of, you know, well, that's why I thought it was a ghost kitchen. That's so great. So that you were they, not... it was all from a bunch of other places that they were like bringing it over. So you were you know not what I you mean? were not tipping because of that theory. No, no, no. I don't. I don't really order like things that need to be made there. I, there's a little area off to the side where there's like salads and ready to go stuff. Pre-made stuff. Yes. Right. And I picked up a tiny little salad that was like you know a little seven dollar little maybe it's just greens, really nothing else. And I put it on the counter, and there's a tip screen. And I'm like, I literally just picked this up and set it on the counter. Right. And then he asked me if I wanted utensils. So am I supposed to tip for that because I haven't? And now I'm like, should I, am I a douche for not tipping, even though people would be tipping there because they're actually getting things prepared? That's the problem is if you start to weigh down, if you start to think about all the details and go, all right, well, what did they really do and this and that, then you'll come up with a reason every time to not tip or to tip, or you just go, this is just the added cost of eating anything outside the house. Yeah. Here is uh, some of how the, the general public is feeling. I'm, I'm curious, where is the last place you were? Not traditional. Obviously, traditionally, you're sitting at a table at a restaurant. They bring you the bill, whatever. There's a place to leave a tip. That's traditional. Coffee place, pretty traditional. But, like, lately, as you know, with the screen stuff that's going on, there are lots of other options. And I'm just curious as to where is a non-traditional place you were recently where tipping was even an option. Along with inflation, Americans are suffering from so-called tipflation. That is due in part to the growth of digital payments that often automatically ask for tips. Do you know what we're, what we're talking about? Some people think it is out of control. I'm hearing some mm-hmm in, <laughs> in the studio right now. Carter Evans shows us how one business is trying to solve the gratuity guilt. So one business now that's of the millions of businesses, one of them is like, all right, we'll get to the bottom of this. Meanwhile, everyone else is loving it because since they've gone digital now, there's no way to avoid the the tip screen and a lot of times you're face to face with the person who's going to benefit from the tip so it becomes... and i wonder how they feel because I, th- I think at the companies that they work for too they're like we're just going to pay you a little less and then you're going to make more on tips though now because people tip more that's what they say but, but... i i don't well, i wonder if they feel like you need to tip them there you go my friend when you pay for your ice cream at molly moons in seattle don't worry guys molly moons in seattle has us 
That's <laughs> the first line of defense oh, against good. the tipping outrage. My next Would you like to receive, my friend? Leaving a tip is not allowed. Uh, now, at an the, ice cream place? The one place where I would accept leaving tips. I mean, that's one of those places where I'm like, yeah, you should leave the tip. At an ice cream place? Yeah, they got to scoop it. They're cold. They got hand, cold hands. I never tip at an ice cream place. Really? That's something where someone's actually got to go do something. The what? Get a spoon? I feel like one of the original tips I remember leaving was you go into like an old Baskin Robbins and have a cup by the register and you could uh, put a tip in it. That was like uh, acceptable, I thought. I think the, the most acceptable tipping doing... place is like a restaurant. Ice cream place, I got no problem with that, really? I guess. Yeah, because you get a little extra. That's one of those ones where even though they have the scooper, they can be a little... They can give you a little extra rocky road. You know what I mean? If you're taking care of them, they take care of I you. I don't think so. Oh, yeah. No, they scoop the same for everybody. That is false. Leave a nice tip. What about tip. that place where they did a little performance? I forget what it's called. They do a little song for you, a little song and dance. Uh, Coyote uh, ice cream. Are you talking about Friendlies? <laughs> no, I forget what it is, but there's a couple of... Uh, it's it's oh, a chain place. Oh, you're talking about uh, Cold Stone Creamery? Cold Stone, there it is. They uh, do a little dance. I don't think they do yeah. a dance. How no, no, they, they just they just smash it all together on a stone, and they're like, "Look at me, look at me! I put M and M's in it." Yeah, they do sing sometimes. Yeah, they do. That's, yeah, that one. Yeah. it's funny. That one, I agree, Omar. It's almost like a Benihana ice cream experience, <laughs> totally. where, you, where you'd want to maybe tip a little more. They made the ice mm-hmm. cream in front of you. Ali's saying if the place already has the ice cream pre-made and all they're doing is scooping it and putting it in a cup. Yeah, n- that's a lot less than what somebody has to do at like wait staff at a restaurant. That's a lot more. That's a lot more work, and it's a lot more investment. Like they are spending forty-five minutes to an hour with you, making sure that you get everything you need, getting the order, timing out the appetizers. That's way more work than scooping. Well, Molly Moon says that tipping is not even an option. They will not even accept the tip. And it's funny because whenever I see tip is not an option, it actually has the reverse effect on me. I always look for an opportunity to tip in those places. Then you're part of the problem. Why? Because they're trying to reverse the cycle, and you're just going, well, well, then that they, they must mean that I need to tip more. I've tipped. Like, shut up I've, with your guilt. That's I've, what they're saying is get get the guilt out of the way. I've tipped no-tip places before. They've always accepted. No one's ever rejected the tip. They, they sometimes... uh, I've tried to tip in no-tip scenarios. And, and, they, I, and they've and took they've, it? No, they've turned it down. I, I, when I went... it was a handful of change? <laughs> no. There was a wine place where it was like, you know, you get a tasting and everything. And I tried to tip and they said, we actually can't accept tips. And I was like, wow, I love you. Hey, Edwin, you're on K-Rock. Hey, so I used to work at a Cold Stone, Cold Stone Creamery. And uh, people would run in and just tip just to hear us sing. There you I go. I used to hate uh, it. Oh, you, so you would, have you, to per- <laughs> you would have to perform. You would have to sing the songs if someone tipped. Is that how it worked? Yeah. Yeah, we had like the whole tip, tip, parade. Tippity-doo-dah. Oh, like, tippity-doo-dah. I mean, it's kind of degrading, right? You're like, here, dance for me. Wait a minute. Let me hear this. Let me see you sing. Let's role play. You're there. You're standing there minding your business. I come in and throw a five on the counter. What do I get? Tip, tip, hooray. Jesus. That's right. That's not worth $5. What if I give you 10? Do I get tippity-doo-dah for 10? What do I have to get to get tippity-doo-dah? We'll toss an ice cream ball up into the air and it lands on your cone. Yeah, that's what? cool. See, that's worth, t- to me, that's tip worthy. That's a skill right you there. You know, 949 mm-hmm. said if you leave a good tip in order to get extra food, essentially you're just paying for extra food. Yeah, you're paying for it, but it feels <laughs> cool. It feels like you're kind of like circumventing the man. It's like, oh, I'm getting extra, but you're not getting extra. You're paying for food. food. It feels that way. Uh- All right, gather around for the greatest story ever told. I wish it didn't happen to me. I was thinking as this was going on, God, I only wish this had happened to anyone else on the show because I would have enjoyed this so much. But unfortunately, as is almost always the case, I was living it, 
happened last night, started as most of my nights do. Everyone's kind of going to bed or, you know, the kids are starting to go to sleep. And then my dog, Jerry, who's like one, gets this surge of horniness that hits him. And he goes to town on that Spider-Man pillow. We all know about this. We've seen the videos. I've posted it. You're super into it. I'm not super into it. I think it's funny. It's never not been you funny. You film it like every time. I don't, Ali, I, most times I wish I filmed it and <laughs> I don't film it and I go, this guy really went to town on Spider-Man. Hey, does he hump to uh, completion? Oh, yeah. Like, if you know what I mean? Yeah. As my, oh, so as my kids say. All, like rank smelling? Yeah, we, we have to wash it like once a week, but Ew. he, my kids do say uh, the dog peed on the Spider-Man Fuck again. And, oh, man. And then my wife one time was like, that's not pee. And they're like, what is it? She goes, it's pee. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. he, he, he goes. So anyway, this is his move. He does it. And afterwards, he's very chill. Like me, like most humans, we get pent up. I know this because I'm in the middle of it right now. Pent up, need that sweet release. And then uh, there's that nice feeling of euphoria. And you can just get a good nap, get a good sleep. Thanks right? for the lesson. Yeah. That's oh, how yeah. it works, Allie. I'm just filling you in. <laughs> Little uh, birds. Hey, school's not in session. That's important. People still learn. <laughs> Got it. So he, uh, like most nights, goes to town, does his Spider-Man thing. He was a little bit more vigorous than most nights, I think, because I don't think he had it on Saturday. So last night he really went to town on Spider-Man. Uh-huh. So like uh, an hour later, my wife says, come here. I need to show you something. You're like, finally. And I get my turn. Yeah, right. <laughs> here we go, baby. I'm ready. Now I'm no like, stash here, off. Here, yeah. I'm ready to go. Yeah. No stash, all gash, I said. <laughs> she goes, um, his lipstick is not going away. It's it's oh, it's still no. it's still out. And I said, Well, listen. Yeah, I said, You don't understand the way these things work. I got one sometimes. Yeah, you don't understand right. long erections. Yeah, I don't know. I said, I said you don't understand. <laughs> you don't understand from our relationship what this is like, but this happens sometimes. Uh, it's it'll be it'll go down eventually. He's probably still ready to go. He had a good so awkward and uncomfortable though. Right. The whole thing. Yeah. So another hour By goes. the way, is it impressive? Uh, so just average? I, yeah, I think he's pretty average. Okay. okay. I mean, I'm not what I'm I just want to paint the p- clear picture. I don't want to call going him on? out. So an hour, another hour. He's still the biggest in the house. I'm still a little bigger <laughs> than he is. <laughs> I just want to make that clear. Let's get you a trophy. It's, it's close. <laughs> biggest in the house. Right. <laughs> so so uh, another hour goes by, and the thing is is still out. Whoa. And what is he doing? Just walking around? Just, no, just laying down, but the thing is just not going away. But it doesn't Do look like- Do your daughters notice? No, they're asleep at this point. Oh, thank, thank God. Lo- thank, thankfully. Yeah, no would have, they would be obsessed with that. But I'll tell you who was obsessed with it. My wife became <laughs> obsessed, and she starts Googling, and she comes across some term called- I, You have to look it up again. It's got a lot of syllables in it, but she's like, I think he's suffering from- Polyflom, flom dong, something or other. I don't know. It's got a name, okay. a long name. And I don't want to search for it because it's going to screw up my. Yeah, that's well. Algorithm. Good luck. Welcome to my world now. So I go. Well, I go. Hey, I go. This thing is just. This thing's just going to go away by itself. Like sometimes it takes a while. She finds some article online that says if the, if it if it stays out for more than twenty minutes. It can create permanent nerve damage to that area and and can lead to all these other problems. And at this point, it had been two and a half hours since the thing has been oh my out. God. It's been out a long time. And you know, they always. And have... he's not in any pain or anything like that. Uh, he's not showing any he's, signs of distress. He's laying down, but it looks like it is not in a. His eyes are bloodshot. It, 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 he looks <laughs> like, very, oh, de- oh, very oh, dehydrated. Oh, I'll put it that <laughs> So um, I say to her, You're freaking out over nothing. This thing's going to run. 
run its course. And then she shows me all these articles and she's like, you need to act on this now because if we don't act on it now, it's going to be a real problem. Then she finds a video of a vet talking about it online and saying, the thing you're supposed to do is, Uh I'm not making this up, guys. Oh, no. Flick it. You need to make a sugar water solution using sugar and water and you're supposed to dip. You're supposed to, yeah, dip the How do you dip junk the into the sugar water. It's, it's and, like a fun dip situation? Yeah. <laughs> a fun dip situation? I'm, I'm not kidding. And she goes, that's going to, it's supposed to uh, make the um, swelling of that area go down. I didn't even okay. know that was a thing. Of course, lo and behold, because we live in stupid L.A., I don't have any sugar. I got Splenda. I got Truvia. Right. I got every stupid yeah. sugar knockoff in my house. No, no actual sugar. Uh-huh. So I go, yeah, I, You always hear, you know, a spoonful of sugar makes the boner go down. They, they yeah. don't, that's not the sound. <laughs> <laughs> so, I call, so I finally called the vet. And of course, now at this point, it's almost 10 o'clock on Sunday. So Damn. our vet's closed. Every other vet, I finally find a 24-hour vet. They answer the phone. Is this an emergency? I say, no. My wife says in the background, yes. She's yelling, yes. She doesn't know. She doesn't have a penis, so she doesn't know. But she's yelling it's an emergency. Do you think if you, like going back now, do you think that if you had just slept on it, it would have been fine? The next morning? Mine or the dogs? The dogs. Oh, okay. Yes, because mine is always fine again in the morning. Like, uh, if you think you had done nothing, well, just hung the, up the, the phone the and pro- said, go to bed. The answer to most of our medical emergencies, quote, is that, yes, if you go to sleep usually. But then there's always the story, and she was reading story after story now of people going, I didn't think much of it. I didn't do anything. And now my dog dogs can never urinate again. My dog had to lose his leg. All this crazy stuff. Uh. So I call back and say, it is an emergency. The per- same person I just told it was not an emergency, too. I literally call back from the same number and go, yes, now it's an emergency. Okay. And they go, what is it? I said, my dog has had a, and I'm thinking of the right word to use so I don't sound like I'm being weird or making a joke. So I said, my dog has had a, like a hard, I went with the hard, uh-huh. I know they would say that on the radio, but I said for over two hours. And then the woman says to her colleague over there, oh, it's a prank, hang up. And, and they hang up on me. So they think I'm kidding now. So then I tell my wife, they don't t- take me Did seriously. Did you do boy yo sound effects? I made a boring sound <laughs> yeah. effect. That was my that was I my think problem. that would have been probably better. I did say, I said, I'm being serious now. My dog has, um, and I said the lipsticky thing, and it won't go down. That's what I did. So they hang up. said, I work in, well, hold on, I'm a radio host. So, yeah, I'm a morning radio guy, okay? This is all I got. So they hang up on me. I call another vet that's not even in the area because I couldn't get anyone. Like in, I literally tried. I was going as far as San Diego now to find anyone what? that would even take Dude. the call because I was going to do the sugar water trick, but I was going to go out and buy sugar. I wanted to make sure if I'm going to go out and buy sugar, it's going to help my dog's dog go down. Oh, so or, you just wanted to ask them some questions I said first. I read online because I feel like that's a prank I'd fall for on TikTok. Like the people have been putting their dog's junk in sugar. thinking. So I called another place and they say, you can come in. But I want you to know it's going to be at least a four-hour wait because we, <gasps> we prioritize all of our emergencies, and your dog's erection is not in yeah, a, an emergency. A top priority. And I said, well, can it wait till the morning? And they said, we won't know. I can't give you any medical advice over the phone. And then I said, well, what about the sugar trick? And she's like, excuse me? And I explained the sugar <laughs> trick. And she's like, I'm just the receptionist here. If you want to come in, we can see you, but you're not going to get seen until probably f- 2 in the morning is what they said. <gasps> 310 said, I've been there. I used to have two lubes in the house, one for me oh, and one for my dog. Okay. Now we're getting somewhere. So wait, what? List Omar. I, when I tell you the next dude, what did he have dude, to do, dude? I never thought in a million years I would have to do what I did. Tell you what it was next. I'm showing Omar the picture. What a night! Oh I, my god! I go to a different vet. I drive to the vet now. 
thinking that so you maybe, said yes i'm in for not a not that one wait. no i went to a different one that i used to go to all the way in west hollywood uh-huh. when i used to live there right and i said west hollywood will know what to do with it so this is the place to go <laughs> so uh th- i was there and i went in once again i showed what was going on it's the thing's out Everyone has a good chuckle, but, you know, it's... Uh, it's, it's so embarrassing in the waiting room, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <And laughs> it's I'm, just got, like, a raging... But, but other people are in there with real... Dog ate a chocolate bar, dog ate too much weed, dog ate a light bulb. I mean, there's all yeah. these things going on. Uh-huh. You know, and, and I can just see I'm going lower and lower on the list. So finally, I remembered I had my, my vets... My vet, when, I, when we had to put Chloe down to sleep, he called me one time to check on us afterwards and say, are you okay? Are you dealing with right. it okay? And I remembered I had his phone, my actual vet's cell phone number. Ugh. And I said, and so at this point, it's getting close to like midnight now. She said, I better bother him. And I send him a text and I say, I'm so sorry to do this. I should read you the text the way I wrote it. Hold on. I said something along the lines of, my dog has an erection that has now been going on for four hours. And that's like the joke about all those pills. Because yeah. they save it last right. longer than four hours to contact uh, the doctor. I said, this is not a joke. And he Exclamation. says, new phone, who did? <laughs> I, and I took a picture of it and sent it to him also. Oh. Uh, that and, poor guy. And no response for yeah. about 30 minutes. And I said, this guy's going to drop me. I'm not going to have a vet anymore. Totally. He finally writes me back. You need to go get lube, lube <gasps> immediately. And you need to put it back in the seash. Uh, or, 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 sleeve, in the seash? Whatever. <laughs> not seash. In the sheath? In the What is it, Allie? The sheath? The sheath. Like a sword sheath? Yes. Oh. That's how he said it. And I wrote back. Lucky me. Is this a joke? No. <laughs> 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 so, Dude, so, so you had to lube so, it up? No, oh, Omar, I had to Did go. Did you have to massage? I had to go into a CVS last night with a dog and go to the, re- and buy an emergency thing of like just lube. KY? And the, and the person at the register. Did you get the one that It was just you holding a dog and a bunch of lube. The person at the register the register looked at me and kind of gave me like a weird look and I said, don't worry, it's for the dog. <laughs> Not trying to be funny. You look at, oh my God. And the guy looked worse. at me like it was the weirdest exchange ever and I go, and also, Allie, you know, there's a lot of lubes now. I haven't bought lube in a while. Right. They got warming. They got uh, flavored ones. Yeah, and you don't know what's going to irritate him. I don't know what's what. So I just went old school traditional, real boring. Magnum. What, I went KY, though. I did go brand name. Oh, yeah, nice. yeah. And in my car in the parking lot of a CVS last night at around 1 in the morning, <laughs> I had to use my hand. Oh, my God. To put. Glove? Glove? No, Did you get glove? No, no glove. Oh, no glove. What are you doing with your life? Hey, you, it doesn't no feel glove, as good. No glove, no love, baby. Everyone knows it feels good with the glove. <laughs> I put, put it back in. Damn, dude. Oh and you've never Man. been able to look at your dog the same? It is a weird... I'm just telling you... If I saw the, you in a parking lot, I'd report you. Yeah, six other cars do the exact same <laughs> thing last night. It's very strange. <laughs> good morning. Yes. Speaking? Clyde, how are you? Oh, man. The great creepy creeper's on the phone right now. We haven't heard from this guy in months. What's up, dude? Yeah, well, well, Clyde, I'll tell you this much. You guys need new people over there answering your phones. Because they suck. <laughs> <laughs> Why, what happened? Why? What happened, creepy creeper? Because I tell them who I am, and they think uh, it's some kind of a joke, and then they never pass me through. Oh, so pass I see. Me through, but they hang up on me. Hold on one second. Are you second. pulling a do you know who I am? 
No, Allie, I wouldn't do that. Well, you're telling me one second. You call in, you say, hi, it's Creepy Creeper, and the person answering the phone says goodbye and hangs up on you? No, they'll pass me, they'll, say, they'll ask me what I want to say, and I'll tell them I'm the father of Allie's son. <laughs> right. And then and they I get to Joe. Give Allie, and then I tell them I want to give Allie my love and say hello to my son. But then they, they'll pass me through, and then all of a sudden... I get hung up on. What? The, that oh, is unacceptable. No. There will be, uh, I just want you to know, John, Postmaster Johnny, there will be a disciplinary action happening after the show today. This is Allie's, yes. this is Allie's son's father. He donated sperm many he's times. He's not my son's father in any way, yes, shape, or form. Yes, I am, Allie. Listen to Clyde. He knows what he's talking about. <laughs> Those are your people, baby. That's it. That guy know. knows. He knows what I'm talking You're right, Creepy Creeper. And let me say something, and I want you to hear, listen carefully. This is very, hello? Oh, oh no. Jesus. We've Man, we hadn't him. heard from him in so long. I thought he'd been incarcerated. I thought he was, I thought he was done. I just assumed he died, which I may have. Oh, sa- really? It's yeah. interesting that you thought he was dead. I thought he had committed a horrible crime. Well, he lives a very unhealthy lifestyle, and he's uh, he's always jumping job to job. He's got those very dangerous warehouse jobs where he's like sorting boxes and making boxes. Yeah, and but then, then he, he was also doing like Uber Eats, where he was going do, to people's homes. Doing that for a while, yeah. And he did say well, a couple times he eats French fries when he gets hungry before he delivers the food. Yeah. Which you know he said it's probably not good for you to keep that job long term. Yeah. He's but we a do stalker. one thing we know for a fact is that he is the father of your child. No, he's not. He said he donated sperm hundreds of times over the years, so the odds of you getting his sperm is pretty good, I no, would think. he didn't donate anything to an actual clinic. He's and, talking and about... And we know that. Allie's not going to get top-shelf she, semen. Right, she didn't buy, I, she didn't buy right. the most expensive. I, t- mm-hmm. I told you... Also, it might not be him, so she didn't get top-shelf. No. <laughs> He's not top shelf sperm, Jake, and uh, I didn't. He sounds like it. I didn't. Excuse me. My mom told me when I decided I was going to get pregnant. She said, "Don't cheap out on this, Allie," and I listened to her. I paid top dollar for my sperm. And I don't want. Oh yeah, that might be him. I don't want to say too much, but when he says things and he goes that kind of that voice of like, I've heard your son talk a no, little bit. No, he doesn't. And he also that has, is true. He does. I heard him say oh, things I like heard yesterday when we were on the call. Yes. I was like, "Is that creepy, creep?" Oh wait, no, Allie's at home. <laughs> yeah, on the call. Yeah, play. Hold. Let me see if I can play any of that back. Like Hold father, on. like son. This, this is similar <laughs> to, listen, I, this is like just like Allie's son talking. It's almost a, almost a spitting image. I am, Allie. Listen to Clyde. He knows what he's talking about. <laughs> he knows what he's talking about. It's, I've heard yep. you're like, Cheerios. Same thing. No, Same thing. he is, doesn't say Cheerios That's yet. your father. That's your son's father. What are you doing for Father's Day for that guy? I'm not doing anything for Creepy Creeper for Father's Day because he's not the father of my son. My, uh, fa- my The father of my son lived in a so tank. so mean, Allie. Yeah, God geez. damn it. We're all in this together. It's why we started doing Meet the Neighbors here on K-Rock, so we could figure out what's going on in neighborhoods all over Southern California. Thank you for everyone who's uh, shared their oftentimes petty, sometimes ridiculous claims that go up on the Neighborhood or Next Door app. Citizens one as well. Ring, you get all those alerts. A lot of questions about why is that helicopter flying above? Was that a firework or a gunshot? Does anyone know where my dog is? And yep, there's a coyote on the loose. Those are the obvious. But then you get some other ones, like please stop stealing plants out of my garden, or who left the garbage on the side of the road. I remember there was a neighbor I had that posted on the neighborhood app asking uh, to solve a mystery about urine in his backyard. There was mystery urine, and he didn't know who was making the urine. And it was a call to the community to help solve the crime. So, you know, when in doubt, turn to your neighbors and uh, or call them out and shame them publicly. I bring you this one. We'll get to Allie's in a moment with a world premiere song because, as you know, Allie's been monitoring this one neighbor of hers, that uh, n- a neighbor that likes to sing the problems away. Yeah, he likes to 
make original music for some of the environmental <laughs> issues that are going around in our community, and he also makes uh, music videos to go with them. I'm going to share with you a post right now from someone by the name of Heidi who says, I'm looking for a foster or permanent home for a cat that I've been taking care of oh. for over a year. Oh. I would also be willing to move with the cat. No. So it appears that this woman's looking for a home for herself and using the cat. As like a decoy? As someone who's You're like, You're helping I foster, which she's had the cat for a year. That's just her cat. It seems like it's it not a fostering situation right. when it's been a year. So she says, um, if you're not okay taking the cat, you can take me and I'll bring the cat along. I am a good, and she talks about her, all of her qualities. I'm a good house guest, not very loud, could stay for as little or as short as you need me. Is this Vanessa? It's Vanessa. It's our very own <laughs> Vanessa. And um, just want you to know that we're up to date on our shots. So now she's talking about her and the cat. <laughs> Uh, and uh, I believe the cat is somewhere in the two- to three-year-old range. His name is Henry. But uh, I've got Dude. too many additional cats right now. <gasps> oh, so now, was, so now she wants to leave her cat house and go to your cool house so she can catify it. It sounds like she wants to start fresh. She wants with, to start a new cat house. Yeah, with a whole new... Yeah, she, she, she wants to move into your house so and make it a disgusting cat house. The first response is from Lauren, who says, No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Followed by Joe that says, Are you just looking for a place to live? <laughs> Uh, and then someone else says, that's exactly what she's doing. Someone says, I know this woman. Stay away. No way. And someone says, I'll take the cat, but only for the weekend. Aww. So she's uh, she's looking, clearly this is Heidi, desperately looking for a uh, new cat house to start. Well, I bring you another song from Ray Heppenstall. And if you recall, this is one of the first songs that he brought to the neighborhood app. You make things better. This world will last forever if we let it. Hey, now there isn't any good reason. Hey, now what you gonna do? Water's gone. You're gonna be thirsty. Yeah. We better conserve it. We better conserve this it. This guy was upset because all of the neighbors were leaving their sprinklers on and are wasting water, according to him. So he made this song. And I will yeah. give this guy credit because I don't know if he's attempting to be a uh, musician, but I like the fact that he's using the Nextdoor app in a very unique way, yeah. which is to release new music. Exactly. And, the, and the music is all about, you know, shaming the neighbors and shaming the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And he puts it on, on Nextdoor and he also puts it on his YouTube channel, which you can follow. So he actually DM'd me earlier this week and he said, hey, I have another song that I've written and it's about the show. And I wanted you to share it on your show, which I don't think he's ever listened to, but I think he was able to like find pictures of us and because he made a video to go with no. the song. Yeah, and it, the video a music video? A mu yeah, it's hit it's like a recording session. So it's him in a full on high end studio with a guy doing the keyboards, manning the board and everything. Everyone's got their headphones on, soundproof walls. They got a guitar player there. This is a full-on session with backup singers and everything. He said he wanted to step it up for us. This is a world premiere? Yeah. Okay. Move over, Blink-182. Sorry, Blink. Not the biggest song of the morning on K-Rock. This is Ray Heppens... Rep Ray Heppenstall. Rep Inspire. And we're going to put a clip of it on our socials with a link to the YouTube video because I want people to watch the YouTube videos so that he gets some clicks. This is, uh, once again, one of Ali's neighbors who wrote a song about this show. I love it already. Sometimes I need a good reason to get out of bed. Got sleep in my eyes, clouds in my head. I need a shot of something to make my motor go. Yes, I do. Oh, my God. 
I'm singers. Yep. Give me some flying and I'll show. Definitely got the vibe of the station. Totally. Right? <laughs> he said nothing about our show. He knows the show now. All right. Un- unbelievable. Woo! Yeah. 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 That was good. What? Oh, what? yeah, man. Those what? background singers, by the way, hot. They uh, are Omar, hot you... and I think over 70. Omar, did you see the video? I just saw the video as you were playing uh, that, and that guy looks like he sounds. Yeah, it's, he it's, does. it's remarkable. You know, the best part about it is this guy clearly, and I appreciate that song, but he's, he's a very talented guy, though. He is. Never, and the guitar player is really good, too. He knows yep. nothing about it. When well, they just say the name of it over and over again, I don't show, want but, him to know anything no, about the show. Great. If he knew about the show, he would not, this would not be a show he for him. He would get writer's block. I right. want him to just keep writing about a show he knows nothing God about. God damn, is that good. Love you, Ray. I love the pep talk they gave each other at the end of that song. <laughs> yeah. Let me hear that again. Hold on. When you know you yeah. 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 That was good. <laughs> and in the video, it has pictures of you guys throughout the video, it's too. It's true. Wait, they what? found pictures really? of us and put I them in the video. Post it up at Klein Alley Show. There's no one better at cutting financial corners than the great and sometimes pathetic El Cheapo. It's time to talk to the kingpin of cheap. Here she is, El Cheapo. If you'd like to join us for this edition of El Cheapo because you've got something you're doing or something that you've seen and you're like, oh, this needs to be shared with the masses, you can call us, 800-520-1067. You know, some people think that I was born in El Cheapo, and the fact is I was made into an El Cheapo by none other than my mother. And my mother, my mother is a wonderful woman, but she was the she was the person in the store at TJ Maxx that was like, I'm going to take this price tag, I'm just going to slap it right on there. They're right next to each other. That's not El Say this is eight bucks. Stealing. But also, she can hunt for a deal like no other. Even if she has the money to pay full price, she will always head right to the clearance rack. And she was the first person who told me that you should go to the farmer's market only when it's right about to close. She's had these hacks for years that she's passed on to me, and then I've expanded from there. Didn't you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, didn't you one time um, leave the store wearing a sweatshirt that had an ink pack on it, and then the alarm went off? That was an accident. Just keep walking? Well. It was not an accident, Allie. No, no, no. That was an I thought accident. The alarm, at first. I thought you were with her, and the alarm went off, and you're like, "Mom, my sweatshirt's beeping," and she goes, "Just keep walking." Just keep going. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't she well, say we that had one? already walked out. It's not like she intentionally did that. Out. So you would have had to. How have... do you know? You're a kid. Well, I, I tried it on because I didn't want to go to the fitting room, and then we were like shopping for other stuff, and then we were like, oh, whatever, let's just go. And then in, as we were leaving, we're the, the thing went section, off. And well. don't forget that you're wearing something that you just put on in the store. I did, and then we went through the store and then into Maybe the mall the and went does, down the escalator. The Halfway down the escalator, I was like, oh, my God, I bet it's my sweatshirt. And she was like, mm. well, we're already out. Did you think your entire life that, that, e- entire <laughs> that every shirt beeps when you walk out? Like, did you think all of your clothes, were you shocked the first time you wore a shirt that didn't beep when you walked out of the store? <laughs> Why isn't it beeping? I'm leaving. I thought all The store is not telling me. My mom says that I ha- all my clothing is large and beepy. So my mom and I, well, we, well, I went with a group, but we went to the Dodgers-Giants game on, on Sunday for, the, for Father's Day, and... We had the baby with us. It was his first game, so we were all excited. So we're all taking turns walking around with him. And my mom, it was my mom's shift, so she leaves and she's walking around with the baby. Did you buy him a seat? Did you buy your kid a seat? No. 
Oh, you didn't? Why would I buy him a seat? They were like 200 bucks a pop. Hey, he's too small. Yeah, uh, so and he's not going to sit there. No and there were extra seats everywhere. Okay, but I'm just saying. it's a. Uh, Why feel... would I pay for a seat that he's not going to use? I like to buy extra seats. Even Allie seats. sat on her mom's lap. Allie, yeah. They had one, one we seat. all did piggybacks. Four generations on one seat. They <laughs> <laughs> just all sat it up. Well, we did it in shifts, like I said. So anyway, she's walking around with him, and then she comes back, and she's got this uh, souvenir baseball. And I was like, oh, cool, you got him a little present. She was like, yeah, I did. You know, he really liked it. And I was like, oh, that's nice. It's his first game, and he's got this baseball now. And then in the car, Katie was like, do you think that she paid for that baseball? I was like, of course. Of course she did. She's in there. There's a bunch of stuff that you could buy. She picked it up. He wanted it. And so she she bought it. It was like 16 bucks, a little overpriced, but I'm sure she's the Wait, Grammy who wants dollars for a baseball? Yes. And then she oh but I, I was like, she probably wanted to be like, I'm the grandma. I'm gonna give him his first little souvenir course, at a baseball totally. game. That's awesome. So then I heard a rumor go around through the rest of the family that in fact my mother did not pay for this baseball. <laughs> she stole it. But I don't know the full story. I think that maybe it was my baby who did the stealing. Wait a minute. They were inside the gift shop at Dodger Stadium. Starting them young. And uh, and he became the proud owner of a stolen baseball? Yes. I this think is that... not a baseball that was like, you know, hidden to the... Foul no, no, territory. No. This is like and... a, no, this is one of those souvenir baseballs that you get at the stadium. And you thought, oh, oh, Grandma went and bought him a nice baseball. Yes. And now you find out that she did not buy him a baseball? Yeah, I haven't asked her about it, but I thought, oh, well, this is interesting I got... because I don't know how it was, quote, not paid for. And I'm wondering if she's the one who picked it up or if my baby picked it up and she just, you know, similar to the sweatshirt thing, let him walk out with it. Huh. If she tells us it was an oopsie, are you going to believe it or no? Yeah, I'll believe her. I don't think she'll lie to me. If it was your son, then we have to turn him in. <laughs> I'm. He's got to go turn He's himself in. He's got to turn himself in, like Muggs did, and like I did. Hello? Oh, hi, hi, mom. Hi. How are you? I'm good. I had a question because we were at we're the. We're on the air. We were on the air. Don't swear. Okay. Uh, she, we went to the Dodgers game, the Dodgers Giants game on Sunday for Father's Day, and you got my little baby a beautiful souvenir baseball, right? <laughs> yes. Well, I think we know the answer to this one. Oh man! So I, no one laughed like I, that when they pay full price. <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of got the word through the rumor mill that this souvenir baseball was not purchased with money. No. So he really likes the colors on it. So he had two of them, and he threw one. So he diverted attention. <laughs> oh, man. You guys that's are a, like Bonnie and Clyde. That's like an unbelievable move right there. <laughs> Throws one. Also, Throw one at glass and then run the other direction. security looks, and then he <laughs> crawls out holding the other one. And he was holding the other one and went out the door, and I picked him up, and we went back to our seats. <laughs> Okay. Uh, 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 is that, uh, I mean, listen, you're kind of. Dude, you're, these uh, these baseball teams make billions of dollars. Allie, I mean, come on, 16 bucks, they're not going to miss they, that. Uh, listen, I get it. The Dodgers charge an awful lot for every little thing that happens there. Listen to your mom. But, the, but this was. At least she feels guilty. Was this. <laughs> this sounds. This guilty. was premeditated thievery right here. I mean, was this part of the plan all along? 
No, no, it just kind of happened. It evolved that way. When Allie used to walk out of the stores and her shirts were uh, setting off the alarm, did you ever say the <laughs> phrase, uh, walk faster? <laughs> I don't think so. Well, right, but maybe. Maybe. Look, my mom is just a crime of opportunity kind of person. Mm. You know, like Wesley had the ball, I imagine, and he just was done with being in the souvenir shop. So he walked away and then to have to get him and bring him back in there and then hold him while you pay for the thing. I mean, it's a lot of work. It would have been. But then I figured if somebody stopped me on the way out, I'd be like, oh, oops. Yeah. Oh, oops. He just took it. Yeah. Yeah. Or he had her story. Yeah, it's All interesting. Straight. So you're going to bring him with you now, like on the road, to just do steal better things? <laughs> next stop, Trader Joe's, son. He's Let's go. He's a great scapegoat. Yeah. All right. So Imagine this... if you take a bassinet, all the stuff you can stick in there. Oh, yeah. I think exactly. you even, didn't you do something with a toy in his car seat once? Possibly. Oh, yes, I did at oh, oh, <laughs> <How> many... <laughs> No, Ali's like kid is only like movie. one. How much stuff has he stolen already? No, he you gave him a toy to play with in in his stroller, and then you walked out, right? Exactly. All right. A... I, I feel like this is all questionable. This is where Ali gets it from. This El Cheapo activity is. Yeah, that's why I'm proud of my mom. All right. Thank you, babe. Well, love you. What is uh, any, love you. any plans on things this week? He'll be stealing that we can uh, tip off ahead of time. The stores. <laughs> No plan. Now play yep. with this jewelry at Tiffany & Co. You don't yeah. know where we're going to be, Climb. We're elusive. Yeah, they really are. Unbelievable. <laughs> Poor kid doesn't realize it. He's like living a life of crime. He doesn't even know. Half all, of his toys are stolen. He loves them just the same. All right. It's one of the biggest decisions you can make in your life, when to move in with the person that you are dating. Uh, we found out that Jake the Nerd is moments away from moving in with his invisible girlfriend. They've been dating on and off for, what, two years, you said? Not on and off. On. I thought you said she was about to break up with you a few times. We got in like one or two fights in the last two years. There were multiple times where we were sitting in that office and you're like, I don't know, guys. I got the feeling that she's about to break up with me today. Yeah, I feel one like time. No, it was several times. Definitely more it was than definitely one on time. a Monday after a weekend and you were like, I don't know, man. I think this is it. Remember the time you left her in the hospital to go play Magic the Gathering after she had surgery? <laughs> I did it. That wasn't, no, that was to go to uh, Nine Inch Nails. Okay, That's right. You left her. Okay. So that was valid. That you, clears it all you up. You left her in the hospital in the middle of surgery? I didn't leave her in the hospital. I, she, I, she was at her house with her friends. With her Showed friends? Her Recovering from surgery. Yes. And you went to Nine Inch Nails? Yeah. Okay. So someone Worth sent this it. to us, and they said, I really recommend that Jake answers these questions before fill, uh, uh, agreeing to move in with her, because apparently there's... A list of questions you're supposed to ask. I guess you're both supposed to answer these. Okay. Because I don't think you're ready. Look, far be it for me to tell you how to live your life. I've made a lot of mistakes. But yeah, I don't know if you should give a relationship. Advice. I haven't asked myself many of these questions. <laughs> I have my own pantry to put my clothes in. Yeah, well, I know. And you're already winning. <laughs> my stuff's in the kitchen. I don't even know if you've moved into your own home, Klein. I don't think I am actually a roommate of my own house. <laughs> I think you're like the super. Have you discussed, Jake, you how stuff. you guys are going to split the utilities? Yes, we have. And what is, what the is dis- it going to be? What is it going to be? I forget. I forget. You forget. That's really? not, such a simple yeah, thing. You haven't, even made, you haven't even moved in yet. I've, it's something about like uh, we put a cap on it, but I was like, uh, what about water? And Because, uh, you know, it's a house. So there's a lot of watering. And uh, I don't have to pay for water. So you're out on water? You're just like, I'm not shipping in? No, I, I don't have to pay, like, half of water, but I do have to pay part of utilities. How, what? what, are you doing a percentage based on how much you use? 
I, I forget. I got to go over again. You have a dog Whoa. that drinks a lot of water. She doesn't drink that much water. <laughs> Not this yeah, month. Yeah, but also Jake doesn't drink water. He just drinks beer. That's right. Yeah. Wait. Uh, have you, talk, oh, have you talked about crazy. chores? Who's doing which chores? We haven't talked about that yet, no. Wait, but did she give you some kind of like a contract about the utilities or something? It seems like there's a long agreement here. No, we just we had a conversation about like what it would be, but I was, it sounded good. I forget what it was. That feels like something you shouldn't forget. <laughs> Don't forget you're this. Just... And she smacks him over the head with a barbell. <laughs> you said you're going to pay all of it. That's not what I yeah. said. So uh, you have not discussed who's doing what chores? No, no. you got to uh, make a chore wheel. Well, yeah, what do you think is going to end up, like, what do you think is going to fall on you versus her? Uh, probably the stuff that's, like, the heaviest lifting, like trash and stuff like that. Very <laughs> trash. Se- very sexist, dude. It's 2023. You're just going to assume that she's going to do the laundry and the cooking? I think I would assume that I would I would do like my own laundry or would do a load like whenever it's not it's not a big deal. Mhm. Have you had a discussion as to what's going to happen with like um sentimental items that you like to have out like on display, family heirlooms, etc. cuz now you're combining stuff. She may Ugh, have something that was passed down from her great-grandmother that she likes to look at. You and may it's hate usually it. usually old as crap and doesn't Smells go with anything. Smells all weird. Uh, have you talked about that yet? We haven't talked about that because I don't know if either of us have those things. I think it's just mainly uh, a lot of my like decorations she wants kept to like one specific room. Yeah, like your weird oddities and lava lamps. Yeah, yeah don't but they're you, not you, where they're cool. You, you collect all that weird like taxidermy stuff, right? Like you got like a rabbit's head on the bot, like sewed to the body of a cockroach and stuff. <laughs> I don't have that, but I do have. Like, he does, bugs. Allie. Have you been into his nerd hole? Stop it! He, he doesn't have a rabbit that's sewn to a cockroach. He, he wanted that, but he couldn't afford it. But he he's got. That? Yeah, he's got a bunch of weird stuff in there, like How a part. How do they do that, I, dude? I don't. He goes to these Thread. weird. He go. Yeah, he goes to these weird like bug shows. The body is so much smaller. I know, uh, Jake. What do you have? Don't you have like a squirrel's? Did you? I'm what you, are the animals? He's got like a squirrel gonna... tail with a beak of a like a oh rooster God. beak. What do you have in your? I'm telling. I've seen. He, I moved something on his desk. He's like, you moved my spider uh, scorpion hybrid. I'm Whoa. like, what? What do you have in there? So- I don't have that in here at all. I got some stuff in my house that's kind of freaky. Yeah, like uh, what yeah, the she's hell? she's not gonna want that around, dude. Mm-mm. She you, might. No, no, she she's does not gonna not. want that. We gotta get her on the show. We gotta. I'm telling you, you're gonna show up with a box of your stuff and say, "I'm ready to move in," and she's gonna say, "I don't want." Any, it's like a weird pet cemetery. You yeah, travel I got like with. a praying mantis. I have a rattlesnake. I got an octopus. I got numerous oct- octopuses. Actually, he's got a room for all that stuff, though. Dude, no yeah. way. She said. She told Jake he can decorate one room, but as soon as she goes into that room and sees it, she's going to She's going to make you chuck a lot of yeah, that yeah, stuff. That's all or you're going to have well, to we, sell yeah, it. Yeah, we talked about that, too. Like, I'm already starting to get rid of uh, some stuff because I got a bunch of stuff in my house. Are you, what are you doing with all the octopus body parts you have? <laughs> Those I'm keeping. Are you going to sew them onto cockroach bodies? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or a squirrel, yeah. Uh, I thought you were. I thought you ha- had money problems, Jake. It seems like you're buying a lot of weird animal carcasses. No, I haven't bought any new stuff uh, for a while. Oh. I actually, I actually passed on a on a frog. <laughs> you passed on the frog. That's a good like you have a decision. guy who's dealing you Hold frogs. On. Wait a minute. <laughs> this idiot will buy this. Well, <laughs> I have a frog. Squirrel tail on this frog. Jake, what was the op- what was the opportunity, the once in a lifetime <laughs> opportunity you had to pass on? Out of curiosity, it was like this like crystal globe thing that was uh, with a dumpy tree frog and a fern. It looked really cool. And it was an it. Was a real tree frog that was dead inside of a ball? Yeah. And what did the guy want for that uh, item? It was a lady, and it was like 90 bucks. 
And you had a moment where you, you have were... to pay in real money and not like weird magic <laughs> gathering tokens. If I could gave her crystals, I would have. Wait a minute. She she came to you and she said, she I, to me, I saw she it on said behold my crystal of a frog. <laughs> I'm in this town for one full moon before I move on. She she presented to you a treasure of a a, a, a frog inside of a glass ball. Don't be tree frog. You had to pass on the frog. And you want you were about to do the you wanted it. Yeah, I did. I and, still do. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! No, maybe we'll play a game for you, a chance for you to win that thing. You're uh, okay. So you've had that. You've asked the question about that stuff. You, you, are you gonna have a place to put all your collectibles that aren't going on display? Uh, like I said, if I can fit them all in that one room, I can. But I, I do have to get rid of some stuff. I've already started selling stuff or or promised stuff to friends. Five one zero said, "Have you gone over how you're going to deal with the dog together? Because you're with the dog all the time, right. and when you're living with your girlfriend, she's going to want some attention too. Yeah, no, she do- loves the dog. She's got two dogs of her own, so we're good. Yeah, but she doesn't walk Whoa. around with them strapped to her body like you do. I promise you. She doesn't. She's. I bet. I bet she wishes she could. When you get into bed at night, is the dog? What's the sleeping situation going to be? Uh, well, when she's both dogs, sometimes if both dogs, if all three dogs want to sleep in the bed, we have to, like, do separate beds or get a bigger bed because it's not comfortable enough for five beings in one bed. Right, and the frog. And the frog. And the frog. <laughs> Tree frog. <laughs> five and a half. <laughs> five alive beings uh, and a dead frog. All right, I get it. And have you had a discussion as to what's going to happen if the relationship ends? No, we haven't had a discussion. That, I don't think, I, is that something you're supposed to do? Of course. You're moving in together. you got to just make the rule now. What If we decide to split up, who's keeping the place? Just set the house well, on fire. I mean, that's obvious. It's her place. I'm not going to keep her house. I mean, that's kind of interesting, Jay, because it's almost like you always are going to owe her because you're in her house. And if you get in a fight, she's going to constantly go to the, this is my house. You're right. under my roof. My it's roof, my, my rules. rules. Oh, get no. your frog and get out. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. <laughs> hey, uh, Justine, you're on K-Rock. Hi. <laughs> Hi, I just had to ask just the nurse, why in the world would you want to buy those awful things with dead animals in it? And why would his girlfriend allow it? Okay, you know what? I Jake has, Jake has a fascination with animals that have passed or hybridized into other animals. I feel like it's a nice reminder to have things from the natural world to make you uh, know that you are a part of it. I don't know. I, I like Aww, it. Aw, that's beautiful. All right, so Jake's a serial killer. <laughs> when we die, he'll collect parts <laughs> yeah, of us. That's good. It's nice to know I'll live on. Your teeth. Live Yay! on in a paperweight. Breaking news. Maybe the most impactful, biggest news story of our generation ha! has made it to the mainstream media. There is no more reputable source out there, except for maybe the ADD news right here on K Rock. Then the Daily Mail. The Daily Mail is where I go. I know a lot of people are divided. You say, are you a CNN person? Are you a Fox News person? Are you an Onion person? But I... You're a Daily Mail guy. I'm a Daily Mail guy. Daily Mail, to me, if it's not in the Daily Mail, it is not news. And when they... Um, when they when, say, says a source, right. and you have no idea who that source is or how they're related to the celebrity, that's news you can trust. But when in this particular case, when the source is known as American Trash Talker... <laughs> And, then we, and I'm looking at her right now, and she's wrapped in a blanket like she woke up in a pile of trash. <laughs> Allie Johnson. Which I never thought that this would get actually published. I got her. emailed from somebody. I got emailed from somebody at the Daily Mail that asked me about something that I said on the air when I went to the show at the Troubadour. It was a hosier show. It was great. And on the reservation chairs, it said, Jay Corden plus three. I said, there's no way that this guy's coming. And it was James Corden showed up. 
on the staircase. He was wondering where where was the woman to greet him and escort him to his seat. I talked about it on the air, and By apparently way, somebody heard about it. Troubadour is so small, you don't need anyone to escort you anywhere. Everything's five steps away from the door. It I was mean, the his, his seat was. I think seven steps, seven to ten steps from where he's standing. Now, some people have shamed Ali here. We'll get to the article in a moment. It was published over the weekend. You can see it up at Klein Alley Show. People can't believe it's out there either. It's a giant picture of Corden and his wife next to a giant picture of Ali's face. An even more giant picture of my face. Yeah, Ali uh, actually stole the uh, the thunder in the picture category. And we'll uh, <laughs> get to some of these comments uh, because some of them, it's hard to tell if they're talking about Corden or they're talking about Ali. Comments like, Spitting dummy all over the place, or um, well, whatever. We'll get to this in a second. <laughs> without, without it, uh, I'll save that for the game. Save it, save it. But save it. here's what's interesting. Someone did point out, Allie understands now that now that she has been brought up as someone who spills, she will probably never be invited back to the Troubadour ever again because that's kind of like an intimate club where what goes on in there stays in there. Now that Allie has shared inside secrets, she understands that she will probably no longer be welcome inside. Of the legendary troubadour. Is that true? Yeah, that's true. You can't go anymore. I don't think so. Because that's my a place first time at the troubadour. I didn't for, know that was the rule. Where are the signs about that? Yeah, it's like kind of like, hey, you're in the cool club. You don't talk about what goes on in the cool club. Well, why didn't anyone tell me that? Because you, because we were going to interrupt. You had this great story to tell. We were going to let you. It's, it's. I didn't say it. I'm not quoting the article. Wait, is that really what it says here? No, that, that's that. That that's was just like an unknown rule. Oh, uh, it's a pretty known rule. There's certain, pl- right? There's certain like VIP places you go, and if you you go and you kind of zip your lips, you get invited back. But if you go, is it the same for the artist? Like if the artist does something embarrassing or says something embarrassing, nobody talks about it. I, listen, I don't know the rules that go on in there, but I <laughs> you're just making up the rules. I'm not making up the. You I, just said the rules. I don't know the rules among the artists. I'm not an artist. So we the, shouldn't have even. You shouldn't have even talked about your Counting Crow show. Well, you could talk about. I didn't say anything salacious that happened. I just yeah, but went, that's I, an embarrassing by the way, I, by fact. The way, I didn't talk about it. You guys talked about it. I I was going to keep it a secret that I was even there. You guys made a big deal about it. So Ali went. She brought up the fact that she went to the Hosier show there. Corden was kind of you know diva e etc. And then someone from the Daily Mail was listening, wanted some quotes. Ali gave some quotes, and this is the article that was uh, published. And it is, I mean, wild, wild, wild. From the from start to finish, all right. They call you. They kind of call you a non-reputable source in a weird way. They do. Maybe you I can, need to read this again. <laughs> did you read the article? I read it once over the weekend when you sent it to me, but I haven't read it since then. But I've been poring over the comments. Headline: James Corden hits back after U.S. trash talker accuses him of being a diva. Now, in uh, of course, the picture of the trash talker. It's Ali, and it's a great picture of Ali. I don't know where this picture came from. I paid someone a lot of money to take that picture. Airbrushed and photoshopped <laughs> to, to, to uh, I don't know, that person, that's the real winner of the whole yeah, article. Yeah, exactly. Whoever fixed that picture. <laughs> he may have just returned to Britain after his stint as a U.S. chat show host, but James Corden is still having to deal with the headache of his life in La La Land. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Love it. He has rubbished claims made live. On air by American radio host Allie Johnson that he behaved in a diva-like manner when attending a concert in Los Angeles last month. Allie, who had not brushed her teeth before the That's comments. That's not what it says. Well, it's what they should have written. <laughs> was at the concert to see Irish singer Hozier. Told listeners of the Klein Alley show, I was able to quote, you can say your quote. What was your quote? I was able to witness firsthand James Corden being a little bit of a diva. 
Which I don't remember saying, now, but I guess I did. According to Allie, the former host of The Late Late Show seemed, quote, irked and annoyed at the lack of personnel to escort and take him to his seats before a performance by the Take Me to Church singer at the Troubadour Nightclub West Hollywood. Now, and then there's a bunch of bullet points. It says, however, Allie, who is clearly no fan of Corden, <laughs> given that she's admitted on air that she, quote, trash talks him all the time, seemed a little less convinced of her story when I contacted her about it. See, now it's weird because they kind of paint you as a flip-flopper. I'm, n- I'm not. Uh, she, but I, so I, I a, said exactly what happened. It says she conceded. It's not like he threw a tantrum or anything. He didn't. But it just rubbed me the wrong way. But that's the same thing I said on the air. I didn't say he threw a tantrum. And then it said she also conceded that Corden 44 would have understandably been concerned about wandering around the nightclub aimlessly and being recognized when his escort initially failed to appear. No, no, no. What I said was I can understand maybe with his like celebrity status that he wouldn't want to just be wandering around a venue, but this is a very small venue. Mm. And it's very it's not a far walk to your seat. Are you saying the Daily Mail misquoted you? Yes, actually. Oh, <laughs> Allie, they may, you should demand a retraction. Is that what I do? That's that's the next... <laughs> how else can we escalate this <laughs> I, dumb thing? Obviously, this is... Ne- <laughs> uh, there's no other this way. This has never happened There's no other before. way to milk anything out of this. Klein Alley Show, and how would you like to live forever? We don't know the secret because we're young and spry and technically can still, uh, you know, feel ourselves, feel our body, etc. But the old people, they're running around here 105, 110 years old giving us secrets so we can live forever. And we're convinced on this show that they are trying to kill us off. They're trying to sabotage us so we don't get the same glory. We don't get the TV coverage they get when they turn 107. Mm -hmm. We have a brand new woman just turned 104, I think, on the 4th of July. And that she's going to share with us a brand new round of old people's secrets. From chicken brain to drinking rain, not getting laid, they call me the barmaid. They call me the barmaid. That's right. Let's live forever with sweet dibbits. Sweet dibbit. Time for some old people secrets. You can always guarantee that the media will cover old people when they turn another year older. And they will throw that microphone in their face, put that sash on them. Usually put a little tiara on their plastic head. Plastic crown and, uh, you know, kind of do that thing where they all gather around while they try to blow out that one candle unsuccessfully. Yeah. And then they go, well, it was a good effort, but you're not getting your wish this year, Grandma. And then the newscaster tries to filibuster and fill in the blanks, of yeah. which there are usually many, when they ask them how it feels and what's the secret to a long life. So this is uh, our mission now. This is, I think, our 101st old person to give us an old person secret. Let's take a listen and meet the old person this week. On this day in 1919, Beulah Rogers was born, and today a big celebration was held to celebrate her 104th birthday. Beulah is a great name that you don't get. You know, they always talk about these old people names are coming back now i haven't heard yeah. any young that's one that's never going to come back beulah's done beulah has had its time and it is out so there will be no more beulah but uh if you meet someone by the name of beulah they're definitely turning 104 like this person <laughs> yeah. for sure beulah rogers big celebration and eyewitness news was invited to attend the party over at the canterbury house there she is you know she's lived to see 19 u.s presidents oh i love that that's a big mm-hmm. one. They love the president comparison. It's like when they compare asteroids to how many Eiffel Towers. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. It's like it's that. 47 Eiffel Towers yeah. hurling towards Earth. Yeah. They do love the president thing. They also love being like, when she was born, a gallon of gas was one penny. Totally. You know? Or, or gas- how many? She's got six grandchildren, eight great-grandchildren, right. nine, and four 
they're a great. Yeah, they love great it. They love all. They want. I don't know why they say they're invited. By the way, they were. They weren't invited. They invited themselves of to course. turn totally. on the news. Of course, they're like, "Can we please come and film?" Yeah, she like... called us and told <laughs> yeah, us, right. "Come on over." So anyway, here we go. It's uh, this is Beulah. She's going to share with us her secret. Woodrow Wilson was in the White House when she was born. Ms. Rogers sharing her secret to a well-lived life. All right, we didn't really meet her yet because a lot of times what they Did say she is... she die in the middle of the thing? She's now dead. Uh, that was a, turned into a funeral. Uh, what do you believe she's going to tell us her secret is to an old, uh, to a uh, good life? Secret to long life. What is it? Um, I think having a moment to yourself. Moment just, to yourself. Yeah, just All taking right. some time to yourself. Omar, what do you think she's going to say? Uh, she's going to say some BS like, do what you love. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm writing that down. Jake the Nerd? I mean, if any of the newest ones are any uh, indication, it's going to be like, yeah, hey, me, how many? Say that again. Say that again, Jake. Hey, me, how All right. Let's find out. This is what her secret is to, uh, if you want to live for a long time, just got to follow this one simple bit of advice. But do what the others that you had them to do unto you. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, Jake, you were right. <laughs> Did you get that? I went again. Jake went again. I think he said he me hum. He, did she say? Oh wait, it's a lady. Did she say "himmy hum"? Hold on, she says something here because the other person, like, seemed to understand her. She said it, and then the the person was like, "Uh huh." She's like she always mm-hmm. says that. But do what the other that you had them to do unto you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> She's just as confused as we are, right? No, or. When you reach a certain age, maybe your language, you just speak old person. Ah, that's interesting. Like, you know? He's only like, speaking baby, like right, a newborn. Right. Yes. Like Allie will say, that, like her son will be like, oh and she's like, he's thirsty. I'm like, what? He yeah. just said, oh, oh, I suck mm-hmm. at that. But it's always somebody out there going to like it, always somebody ain't going to like it. You hear that one? Okay. Th- that I think was the she follow. said, there's always going to be somebody who, I don't know. You give up? <laughs> you give up? Hold I on. think there's always somebody who likes it and then doesn't like this it. This is the problem right? with the old people's secrets. They're trying to confuse us. We're going to crack this code. But do what the other that you had them to do unto you. Mm-hmm. But it's always somebody out there going to like it. Always somebody ain't going to like it. Awesome. Whether they like awesome. you or not. <laughs> Jack goes, awesome. awesome. I think she's talking about 69ing, dude. What? Why do you think that, Omar? Why, why, re- rewind it. Rewind it. All right, hold it's on. like you go down on something, and See, then they is, do it to you. This is Omar's Omar, skill. Yeah, Omar, <laughs> right. Omar's great I at hearing. I can pick out a 69 yeah, out of a crowd. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. Always somebody out there going to like it. Always somebody ain't going to No, no, before that. Before, oh, before that. that. Okay, hold yeah. on, hold on, hold on. Omar's... There's always going to be somebody to lick it. And somebody who's yeah, not going to lay yeah. down. Yeah. You go down on somebody. And then now you do it with you. Oh, 69 is her secret. Yeah, it's a 69, That's dude. amazing. Mm-hmm. Yep. But no, she agrees. Somebody out there going to like it. Always somebody ain't going to like it. That is true about the 69. There's always someone enjoying it, someone not. I mean, yeah. Whether they like you or not. Mm-hmm. Whether they like you or not. You <laughs> hear that, Lauren? Mm-hmm. Eula Rogers telling us. You know, she just stopped driving. 69 is what she's telling us. Go downtown and stay there. Uh, All right. Well, there you have it. Old people secret. Like it or not, you'll take it. You'll take take it. it. Thank you, old people, for helping us live longer. We greatly appreciate you. I think that's the first good secret. I was thinking yesterday because I got a text from a friend who we haven't seen them in a while, and they invited us over to their place because they live in West Hollywood, and they were like, hey, why don't you use our driveway? Amazing. And then we can all walk over to Pride together. Oh, for parking? Yeah. Amazing. I don't think there's a better friend to have in the world than someone that lives near a venue 
like, like near the airport, near the forum. I know near... some of them live near SoFi and oh, also some of them live near LAX. Oh, and, make but, friends that but way. But I've tried and I've even done the thing where I've called and, and they're like, sorry, I've already already given spots. Like whenever, it must be kind of annoying though because I would imagine whenever there's anything going on, like this guy was telling me when the Taylor Swift thing comes to town, he's already gotten people that are like, hey dude, is it cool if I leave my car? You're like, like six people. Like it's just He constant. feels used for his spot. Yeah, but I mean if you've got one of those there's a lot of annoyances with living near cool things, but also yeah. having that. If you can just walk over, I mean, without having to worry about parking, what a luxury. So anyway. you could also sold those spots. I mean, that's good money right there. Well, yeah. The El Cheapo move would have been <laughs> sell it to a stranger for 50 bucks. You know, now that I think about it, I should move to LAX. Yeah, you really should. You absolutely should. <laughs> That'd be you good would love for it. El Cheapo. Oh, yeah. So, so they said, why don't you come over and you can park in our spot and we will provide some brunch because you guys are gay and you'll like it. And so, I right about that. <laughs> and I was like, the I can't resist. Checks out, yeah. So she gave us the inevitable question: What do you guys feel like? And this is in a group text to me and Katie. So I hadn't read the text yet, and I look at Katie's response, and Katie's response to "What do you guys feel like?" is the following: We like smoothies and turkey bacon. What? I guess that's. She's trying to win pride, I think. <laughs> Is that how you win pride? Look, By putting look, text look. like that out there? Do you find that offensive? Because I was like, okay, I yeah, understand that. As a fan that... of actual bacon, I do <laughs> find that offensive. But I, if, if someone says, what do you feel like? And they're providing brunch. I mean, well, the, the respo- options are endless, right? right? The resp- isn't the response supposed to be what whatever you... Whatever you're willing to pick up, yeah, a we're, hey, we're, yeah, we're ha- yeah, or whatever. Breakfast burritos are great, you know, like some something mm. that's like a fun, easy thing, not something that's like all healthy and something that we would eat on a regular basis, like a stupid smoothie. Well, I think that when people invite you to, when people invite you over, don't they usually know in their mind what they're pl- usually what they should have done is say, hey, the plan was X, Y, and Z. Is that cool? That, 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 yes, I, but these friends are very sweet and they're over accommodating. They they yeah. they want to make sure that you know if you say something you like that they have it there for you. They're those kind of people. Yeah, but but, wh- but, but who's going to do that? Smoothies and turkey bacon actually seems kind of like a weird like it's a weird request and it's also very it's strange. A, you can't go to one place for that. Like they had to go. They ended up going to three different places. What did to you put? What, what, what did you I didn't put do in- anything because they had already figured it all out. Yeah, I also don't like it when some person in the relationship answers for all parties. Like, that should have been a conversation. Exactly. The two, the two you had on the side where you go, hey, how do we respond to this thing? They're going to they're gonna pick up some food. What sounds good? Not someone just, everyone just goes rogue and throws their own thoughts into yes, it. Yes, exactly. And then she started putting in what the baby eats. I'm like, the baby doesn't care. Don't go get stuff for the baby. Right. What yeah. are you talking about? Yeah, that was a fail. Or you can look at things around there. And then say, oh, I'm game for anything, but I've been wanting to try this place. Something like that, was the, maybe. Was the uh, understanding that they were going to uh, pay for this? Or that it was going to be some sort of a I think it was ordered? insinuated that they were going to pay for it. Yeah, in that case, I, don't, I wouldn't even... You don't even say anything, right? I, yeah, I'd say, hey, whatever you guys are thinking is cool. Like, whatever you're thinking is cool. And then if you show up and, God forbid, they have some sort of vegan spread, you go like, all right, I'll just be hungry and stop it well, in and out on the way home. It's funny you mentioned that because she was like, do you have any dietary restrictions? And Katie goes, well, I'm not really eating a lot of gluten right now. But I was like, Katie, shut up! Yeah, you guys sound unfun. <laughs> I, thought the ga- I thought the gays were supposed to be fun. I know! I, when I drive around West I was Island, like, you are 
blowing this. Everyone's having fun. I, in my mind, I'm never thinking uh, 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 on a gluten kickback and not eating turkey bacon. Exactly. And turkey bacon. No gluten is like an extra charge for them too if they end up doing that. If this is an opportunity to get some good a good ass brunch spread, you're eating a bunch of pastries. You're eating a bunch of breakfast burritos. You're eating a bunch of things that you probably wouldn't even eat on a regular basis because it's fun and it's brunch. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't stand by it, the whole operation of you know. It, it'd be one thing if they go, we're planning on. I've done this before. If I'm like cooking, like, hey, I'm gonna do steaks. And uh, yeah, my wife wants some lame salad, and I'll let people know that, you know. Right, and then, and then like, they Is can that? kind and, of. And then if someone writes back and goes, "Oh, uh, you know what? We can't eat steak because uh, you know we're on the verge of a heart attack," then I go, "All right, well, I'll still make the steak, but I'll be like, that's fine. Just eat more of the salad.'" Right, but I, you're, it's kind of a formality in, question, right? Yes, what do you feel like? We live in a very over-accommodating society now, and I think everyone's so freaked the f out. I mean, it's even true with, like, kids now. Like, Omar, you do your cooking at your house, right, for your kids? Your wife doesn't cook. For the cook. most part, yep. Do, do, they, do they get a say? Like, will you make five different dinners? Like, like if, you're, if one daughter wants one thing and one wants something else, do you have to do – or do you just go, I'm making this, and this is what it is, and if you eat it, you well, eat it, no, and if I, not – I know what they like and what they don't like, so I'll make a dish which both of them are going to enjoy because, like, one of them hates spaghetti, which I know blows my mind. Whoa. So I'll, I'll never make spaghetti here, you know, you because if disown, we do make spaghetti, you it's just her. for my wife and one daughter. <laughs> I know, <laughs> right? Do you not like spaghetti? It's crazy. She doesn't like spaghetti, man. Yeah, drop her off at the old no spaghetti firehouse. <laughs> I, I would have had that for brunch. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a great answer. Yeah, 323 said smoothies are a Monday through Friday thing. I agree. You don't do a smoothie on a weekend. Especially, What's the matter with you? Especially, like, pride. I feel like that's all, you know, I don't need more fruit on pride. Right, just bacon and D. <laughs> It pains me to have to admit that Jake the Nerd may have been right about something. Thank you. And before I he's not right. say he's right yeah. about it, no. we mm. got into a whole debate. Keep in mind, as we are now officially entering bear attack season, they're saying that bear encounters are going to be at an all-time high. This, I don't know if it has to do with the rain or it has to do with the pheromones or something, but they say that, uh, especially in California, we are going to have more bear encounters this summer than potentially ever before. And there's all sorts of new things that we're supposed to do to avoid the bears and not get attacked by the bears. And it depends if you're camping or you're just out and about. But they make it sound like a bear could just scroll down, just be strolling down like Hollywood Boulevard. No, just... they can't. Well, they're saying that this summer they're moving closer and closer. And, of course, you know us. We're getting more and more friendly and as a result, the bears are here, and uh, there's a bunch of advice. And Jake's theory is if you ever see a bear, just jump in a dumpster. Yeah, because you'll be right by one usually. And then the totally. bear will jump in the dumpster, and that's when you get out. And we all said he's an idiot, and then we had the park ranger on. The park ranger said he was an idiot. No, he didn't. But then we did hear Yeah, he did. There was, no, he said I was right. The, no, he didn't. There was, a, vi oh my there was God. a viral story a few weeks ago about a uh, principal, I guess, that encountered a bear that was in a dumpster. And Jake thought he was right. Now there's another story, Allie, proving that a dumpster is a good solution for most of life's problems. Listen to this. Four employees in an Ohio prison were placed on administrative leave amid an investigation into the escape of two inmates. One of these inmates, I, I think, is still on was the loose. Was a bear? Not a bear. No, wait, wait, though. One of whom was a convicted murderer who was... Close to a bear. Oh. Could have been. That's a lot of bears are murderers. That's true. Still on the run. 50-year-old Bradley Gillespie and 47-year-old James Lee were reported missing from the prison in Lima on Tuesday. An internal investigation found that Gillespie and Lee left the facility after concealing themselves in a dumpster. <laughs> Once again, proving that the dumpster 
is the go-to solution for all of life's problems. Bear attack, dumpster. Mm -mm. Prison escape, dumpster. Do you think you would even be able to get into a dumpster? Oh, yeah, that's easy. You get That's the fun part because you get to go down the trash chute. It's a slide. No, no, no. <laughs> Ends in the dumpster. Whee! Yeah, that's the fun part. <laughs> the bear can't fit in this. That's No, I'm not we're talking about bear now or prison escape. Which I, don't, be more specific. I think any dumpster, if you just saw a dumpster in, the, in a back alley somewhere, you couldn't jump into that. Well, the problem is summer dumpster is one of the worst smells on the planet. And it is a different than winter dumpster. And as you know, it hasn't yeah, and been. You know who loves a dumpster is a bear because there's a bunch of stuff in there to eat. Yes, but including you. Right, I understand, but that's why Jake's theory is you get use the dumpster as more of a um, holding cell. Why are you justifying yeah. no, his not... weird asinine theory? When I'm... when you're both in there together, you I'm... are in a dumpster I'm... with a bear, I'm and the not... bear can't no. get out. Exactly, I'm... and you jump out, boom. Yeah, the... but the bear, bear is right there with his, you. His no. theory is stupid. I'm just saying now that this prison escape, which is big news, because they're still looking for this guy on changes the, nothing on the lamb. I just think it's interesting that all of a sudden, dumpster is our solution again. It's like when in doubt, dumpster has become our go-to friend now. Even if you need a quick meal, like a quick meal on the cheap, dumpster. And they always talk about how like a lot of these uh, grocery stores, they they, they have the stuff that hits the sell-by date. They throw it all in the dumpster, but if you, you know, if you're smart enough, you go in there and get some stuff still good for another week. You would never do that. I wouldn't do that. (laughs) But, and I also don't. You wouldn't go anywhere near a dumpster. If I was in prison. And I had to escape. I would now. I would consider dumpster no, as no, a way no. out. No, no, better than dumpster is sewage drain pipe. No, that's not that's better. That's worse. Than that's no, way worse. Sally. They did it in Shawshank. Yeah, yeah but it, it was way worse. It's way worse. The guy went through turds for like four days. Yeah, but he got he out. Got... Yeah, but that's he all. Got out of the dumpster is way easier. Dude, yeah. these guys got caught. The, you know, one one of the, guy. One guy's still on the loose, and he got the dumpster escape, which is kind of cool. The story's actually... So he's just dumpster hopping until he gets far enough away? Well, I, that may be his solution, but they would they will recognize him if he's in a dumpster, because that's how they know him. So he's got to go to a different sort of container. 50-year-old Bradley Gillespie evading law enforcement since Tuesday after escaping from a prison in Lima, Ohio. At 12.45. I mean, I'm always impressed by a good prison escape, a real-life prison escape story that actually works. And I think we had one, the last one we had was a laundry truck, which we all thought was shocking, because that's the most obvious one. Yeah. We would think the laundry trucks always get searched. Or wasn't there a... A couple of guys that like pretended to be animals, or they didn't oh, they like? Yeah, they had, they, but they, they, because from up, up above, they had really bad costumes they made. Yeah, to sneak that out. were like trying to pretend to be coyotes or yes. something. They were walking across the brush. But I don't think they got out though. Didn't they get busted? No, I think they found them crawling across the prison yard, and they were like, "Get up!" Yeah, because they tried to make like costumes <laughs> out of paper mache and old yeah. hair from the barber shop in prison. Yeah. It was determined Bradley Gillespie could not be located. A crash Wednesday morning in Henderson left his accomplice James Lee caught. Three days into a manhunt, police are still wondering where Gillespie could be. See, they don't know. All they know is the guy got out because the dumpster. Hey, Dan, you're on K-Rock. Good morning. Good morning. How's it going? Good. What happened to you? So uh, I was in a, I was, uh, in a wheelchair <laughs> in a hotel room, and me and my girlfriend were fighting, and the cops got called on us. And uh, so we ran out the back door, and she wheeled me down the way and, and threw me in my wheelchair into a dumpster where I hid and uh, for two hours, and the cops didn't catch me, so I got away. Wait, so, she was able to throw you and your wheelchair into a dumpster? No, she she rolled me up to a dumpster, and I climbed in, and she threw my wheelchair in behind if me. If you climbed Whoa. into a dumpster, why did you have a wheelchair? Yes. It seems like yeah, oh, you don't need the wheelchair. it seems like you're fine. That's a funny story as it is, because uh, I broke both of my feet running from the cops in the first place. Wow, <laughs> oh, so what are you doing wrong in all these scenarios? Hold on, hold, let's not go ahead. And, uh, innocent until proven guilty, Allie. This, okay, this what guy, allegedly this have guy, you done? Let me, let me break down the details here. Hold on one second. 
This man, we can gamble on this guy. This guy was in a wheelchair because he broke two feet running from the police. <laughs> then, fast forward. How, how much are we fast forwarding here? A month? Two months? Uh, a month. Okay. <laughs> fast forward a month. Now the man is to once again wheel away from the cops and hide in a dumpster. So this guy is, it's kind of fascinating. Uh, we got to take a break, but I am on the edge of my seat. Mm. We will gamble on this man, this this fine, upstanding about citizen. About his crime? Well, yeah, what did he do? I'm really curious about this because that's not once, but twice within a month. And I have a feeling, Dan, without saying yes or no, this was not the first or last time you've run from the police, correct? Correct. Okay. <laughs> we'll take a break. Blah, 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 blah. Get to the tooth. Okay. Friday's show was ending, and I could feel I have a I have implants, which I know in this town. <laughs> I just want to point that out. In this what town, size? Uh, I decided to go ver- a very modest. He very wants modest, to be able so. to rest them on the desk, Omar. Yeah, okay, yeah. Good yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I said, and take a little nap. Said to the doctor, "Give me whatever the best size is for motorboating." <laughs> I have two. Uh, I have two dental implants because when I was in fifth grade, I got hit in the mouth with a baseball. I'm apparently not good at getting grounders, and it, it basically jacked up my teeth. And for the How next, old were you? It was fifth grade, and it was batting practice. So these were like kind of like you had just gotten your adult teeth. I you just were feeling got all them. good. Yeah, You're like yeah. like a year earlier, I feel like people were like getting their teeth jammed up, and everyone's like, "Don't worry about it. You'll get a new set. Yeah. God gives you another <laughs> set in a year. You'll be fine." And then as soon as I got that new set, baseball right to the mouth, and it jacked up my two uh, front teeth. And for the next whatever five six years. Tried to do things to save them, but the doctors were like, we can't. They tried to save them? I didn't know that. Well, they, were they, they putting them on ice? They uh, they did some things to attempt to like, you know, wow. because they weren't, but then they were dead teeth. And I'm not going to walk around with a mouthful of dead teeth, right? No, because they start rotting in your mouth. Every right, day. right, right. And I got enough issues. I mean, I can't have one more thing yeah. for to make people find me repulsive. <laughs> so I got the, you know, uh, I finally got the dental implant, whatever it was. At this point, they've been in my mouth for like, you know, a while. I mean, they've been in my mouth for probably 15 years, maybe more. But the way that they were done is they they did two screws that basically go up uh, into through the gum bone into pretty much like where my nostrils are. That's crazy. So, that work. You gum don't feel bone. that? Yeah, gum bone is another great band name. Uh, I don't feel it at all. I mean, at the time they, they gave me a lot of nitrous, and I remember thinking this okay. is the greatest drug ever. Like I, yeah. I mean, I yeah, think nitrous I kn- is fun. I think I knew that, but like you know, it's interesting when you're used to getting it in the parking lot outside of a show, but then they actually mm. give it to you in a real doctor's office. So did you pick out your own teeth? Do they give you like no, how no, much, no, or no. they say these are them? Yeah, these are the. They, and are these? Did you have to grow into your fake teeth? Because they, they, I mean, these ones are bigger than if you were in fifth grade. It would have looked probably get, weird. I, once again, you didn't hear the story. I didn't get the fake ones in fifth grade. No, I, got, I know, not, but I, I got. So the, for twenty years, wait, you were just having what your your. They wait until you are fully grown, and in my case, that's when I hit five seven. <laughs> <laughs> and then they decided to give me the uh, give me the teeth. So I've I've been rocking these two teeth now for the last you know whatever it's been 10 years so you had the original dying teeth in your mouth until then i had at one point i had these uh, ones that were kind of cool because they were attached to a retainer like the hockey players wear oh 
Oh, yeah. And I, those were great because whenever, like, someone would like, do some crazy move in traffic, like, cut me off, instead of honking, I would pull up next to them and just remove my teeth oh, and give cool. them, like, an evil look. <laughs> and people, and that would really freak people out. Yeah. Like, they were like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I'll never cut anyone off ever well, again. Well, it's a fun party trick. It's a great party take trick. You take your teeth out. But that was annoying because when you got drunk or when you got forgetful, you would oftentimes, like, that was constantly, oh, my God, where's my, I've, lo- I've lost my teeth. Like well, and I, I had a retainer, and I, I think I only held yeah. on for like two weeks. Yeah, you don't, like, that's you don't the keep max. retainers. Uh-uh. So these ones have been there, and the way that these ones operate is they could permanently cement them in my mouth. They could. But the reason they don't do that is because if there's an issue, rather than them having to destroy them, and that's a whole expensive process, I'm sure, they basically, they're in such a way where the glue, every three to five years, the glue gets a little weak sauce, and the tooth can come out. Oh, and it just and so they happens. have to re-drill it, or they no, have no, no re-drill. They just got to re-glue it. But oh. this, but but when it comes out, which happened on Friday after the show, <laughs> there is two things that happen. One, you saw what I look like. There's a video up right now on Klein Alley Show where I'm running around with no tooth, and and I'm not saying I'm like a a ten. I know where I fall. I mean, I think I I think someone said I'm like a six on a good day. But without the tooth, I dropped to like a two. It, it's you really look like it, the cover of Mad Magazine. Yeah, it really yeah. is kind of crazy you how look like a carny. I do, yes, I do look like a, a, not only a carny, I look like a carny whose ride I would not go on. Like, yeah. Like a carny that's like, we're not going to go on that ride, kids. Yeah. Let's go to the like next the one. Like the spinny one that's like about to break down. Yeah, so. It'd it, be it, terrifying. It, it's really interesting what a, what a dramatic impact it had. Like, I even, know, but I wish you could time it out, you know, like no, at the, no. like it happens right at Halloween or something it, like that. Well, it usually actually only happens, coincidentally, like at a terrible time, inconvenient time. Like usually one t- the last time it happened was like 4th of July weekend. It always happens, happened one time when I was on the afternoons at K-Rock where it fell off in the middle of me speaking. It just fell out of my mouth. What? Usually I can feel <laughs> when it's about to fall out. Sometimes I can't. One time when I was at Runyon Cannon, I ran into this girl that I used to love back on the East Coast, and I like, ran into her for the first time in five years. And it was like this coincidental thing. I just moved to L.A. I was single. I was like, oh, my God, this is meant to be. We're just the two of us randomly on this can. And as I'm saying hi to her, the tooth falls out of my mouth. <laughs> and I've never seen someone run up that hill faster. <laughs> and that was the end of it. That's I, so I, funny. I literally had a thought in my head. I'm like, man, this this is what they, when they say that, like, sometimes things are just meant to be, like, whatever that term is for, like. Uh, serendipitous. Ser- this is serendipitous, the two of us. Both as soon as you were saying me- Sharon, just <laughs> 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 tooth fell out into a pile of a, a dog pee covered dirt and running <laughs> came and picked it up. So on Friday it came out. There's a video. You guys were like, "Let's shoot this video immediately." And I go, "Yeah, it'll be funny." Then I looked at it afterwards and I go, "That was such regret." Yeah, but even worse than that was before we shot the video, you were like, "By the way, my tooth is out and it smells horrible." It smells terrible. <laughs> and then you're, so gross. he's holding oh. it in his hand, and, and I'm like, Allie- "I'm not going to stand next to your ass because I know you're going to oh. put this tooth." in my freaking face and it's gonna make me throw up all over you so the thing about the tooth is if you've ever it's like rotting food that's been sitting in your mouth for three years yeah and when it's glued in nice and tight on the (laughs) on the post it you can't uh, whatever the thing is the metal bar that hangs out of my mouth you can't uh, smell but when it comes loose you gotta like clean the thing because it it's Terror. It's so they smell- like clean it like a ring. They can make it all shiny yeah, and they put I it back could, in. I couldn't get to a dentist on uh, on Friday. No one could see me. It was so all- you still have the tooth. I figured out. I went. I bought myself. Did you get some Elmer's? I or got what? myself some super glue, <laughs> and I've uh, I've come up with my own system, which is working so far. But at oh any moment now, this thing is potentially going to fall out of my mouth. And what's even funnier is that you were going to try and surprise Vanessa. And you were like, all right, I'm going to take my tooth out. And she's going to come in here and she's going to get all scared. And we filmed it. And she was like, whatever, I have fake teeth too. 
Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were like, what? Yeah, I know. <laughs> and then she has like the same thing as you. Yeah, it's crazy. Is <laughs> <laughs> her two front teeth are fake? I was like, I guess around here having fake teeth really isn't a big yeah, deal. Like but, everybody has them. But when it's because a lot of people have that dream where the teeth fall. It's a, it's like a reoccurring dream because usually yep. it means that there's like some you're going something through something you're withholding. I thought like that you're lying to someone. I thought about I meant something? you're in a transitional. Whatever. Who cares what it means? Oh, but no. a lot of people have that dream. That's one of those reoccurring ones you have. The teeth fall out when it happens in real life. Whenever people talk about their dream they had where teeth fall out, I always want to say, shut your face. <laughs> okay, because I'll tell you what shut it feels. Shut your teeth filled I, face. I know what it feels like when the teeth fall out. It's not a dream. It's my effing reality, and it's terrible. <laughs> so anyway, if you want to see the video, it's up, uh, at least for now. But I'd like to take it down because my wife saw it, and she was like, She's like, that oh, is it's not... like a, a reminder of she's like, the mistake she made. Yeah, yeah, she's like, that is not a good look on you, and it's going to be hard for me to shake that image Did you have to mind. tell her at some point in your relationship well, that you had fake teeth, or do you disclose right away? Um... I think the first time they came out, I had to break the news to her. And she's like, wait, what? And I was like, yeah, my teeth are not real. I mean, most of them are, but the front two ones are fake. And she's like, oh, God, that's gross. And I was like, all right, great. <laughs> Thank you. That's a make out. So, yeah. So she pulled out her list and wrote, number 247, <laughs> gross teeth. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one. They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.